0: L.A.S. The L.A.S. Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com.
1: Shadow, her, Abaddon, we come back to you, and at this moment, we've just left the military parade, this wild and crazy interaction of everybody seeing colors and big explosions and flying machines and other warforged and peacekeepers and... It was a lot Mm -hmm. Uh, and Mm -hmm. at this moment we've decided to kind of step back and Akane asked Abaddon to share a little bit more about herself and in that moment Abaddon said, how about a drink and I'll tell you more (laughs) (laughs) and Akane obliged and immediately walked away from any nearby bar and started walking further away into the city. Akane leads you a little further off the main road, and the sound of the raucous conversation dies down to a low hum. She leads you through the city towards a small hill, which has a spiraled side road that ascends to its peak. At the top, you see an old gray repurposed observatory, full domed roof, and a well-enough cared-for facade. You see that on the dome, it has painted in large blue blocky serif font Storm Brewing. Upon approach, you see that there is a small, or there's an opening where uh, the humongous telescope protrudes, made of brass and glass. Its sides are dusty and uncleaned, but it looks to have suffered no real damage from any movement or weather, and it's in such good shape despite, despite its crime. You can see the opening and its telescope are aimed directly at the storm tower at the top of the archway of the Dawn Gate of Equus. The entrance into the building is a pair of well-made but poorly maintained wooden doors, one of which has clearly broken a hinge and has had its pin replaced with something akin to a railroad spike. Uh, It's not to say this place is dilapidated. It's just that the person who maintains it is, you know, obviously not incredibly skilled, but, you know... (laughs) They're trying their best. (laughs) Uh, They do all the repairs themselves, obviously, and while they are mildly better repairs than someone who doesn't know how to do any repairs at all, they are not made with high-quality materials or skills or anything like that. Mm -hmm. The person maintaining this place obviously does what they can with what they have. So, you stand there, and Akane says, All right. Ready?
2: I have a question. Yes. How do I order an alcohol?
1: Well, I don't think I've ever really tried um, reverse engineering my strategy for that before. Um, But as we go in, I will just say, looking at the menu, you'll pick out some things that sound great to you.
2: So I walk up and I say, I would like an alcohol, please. And then they'll be like... Oh, here's our menu. You can pick from whatever
1: you want. I understand. They have a menu of different things in there. So, like, for example, they will have um, a couple of their drinks. Like, one of them is called uh, the beehive, right? And you could say, oh, I want a beehive. And then it would, you know, you can see what the beehive has in it. And if it sounds good, then you can order that
2: one. So we should just go in and do it then.
1: Yes.
0: Is this a favorite place of yours?
1: It's one of my favorite ones as I go through. I don't really like using the, the... ones in the center of town, because they're oftentimes kind of populated by a lot of military personnel. Understandable.
2: Wait, so this is like, like back alley, like nobody really comes here stuff.
1: She kind of like gestures around the hill and she says, I mean, it's not really back alley, but it's definitely um out of the way.
2: Good. I can, I can do that.
1: You can see, like, as you're here atop the entirety of, of this this like this hill that you're on, you can see a lot of Equis. I mean, it's obviously not as tall as like the Dawn Gate, right? Because mm-hmm. the Dawn Gate is magnificently large, mm-hmm. and you can still see it from here. It's it's an intense structure, right? However, it's this hill. It looks out over most of the rest of the lower portions of Equis.
3: Gotcha. Less talking, more drinking. Let's all right, go.
1: and she presses in, opens the door. Uh, a- as you enter, you're struck with the ingenious usage of space. Uh, the space inside is broken into many industrial structures, all obviously u- they used to support the serious observatory equipment that you can see is accessible on the second floor. The center of this first one is uh, is built into the most intricate ironwork, but it's also um, It's also got like a lot of the bar pieces kind of melded into all of the old ironwork that was originally here, (laughs) right? Um, All of the central struts have been repurposed into different supports for a three-sided bar. Many of these pieces have metal that have been repurposed into glass rocks or liquor shelves, warm reds, blues, yellows, and oranges mixed with dark orange and brown stained woods. Uh, A wooden sign behind the bar screams in large black text, try one of our famous mixed Drinks. You know, well welded and polished copper piping descends down over the bar, each of them going in crazy odd different directions as they like spiral up out of the bar and into the second floor and beyond. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of them terminate just above the bar in taps ready to serve drinks. And you can trace them back up into the ironwork in the building. And there are catwalks that constitute the third floor with like equidistantly installed fermentation tanks. Across these catwalks, you can see a winch that cranks up and then attaches to dumbwaiters to bring materials up to the catwalks. You see many seats at the bar, but uh, it seems that there are three men that have posted up and are making a lot of noise, gruffly chatting with each other at the bar. Um, it looks like they have their things scattered across Three too many times, as many chairs as they might need, and it's pretty obvious they're trying to like stake a claim to these like nine chairs that they're taking up, which is like wholly unnecessary for them. <laughs> um, you also see some other patrons mulling about, um, but they're not necessarily as like overtly narcissistic as these three men sitting <laughs> at the bar, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just kind of doing their own thing, all all about. Um, and there are there is a, a specifically a orc bartender, a half orc bartender that is uh, standing at the bar and she is currently like hanging up these uh, these glasses on all of the different uh, you know kind of retrofitted glass hanging areas uh, and she kind of like tilts her head a little bit to the uh, left side instinctually as, as like it seems like um, that's very normal for her as she has an eye patch that kind of covers over her left eye. Hmm. You see her there. The tables above on the second floor. There is a walkway up to that, and there's like grating on the second floor. So um, you you could discern that like second floor. You could see everything below you and outwards past the uh, the um, stairway. So maybe that would be probably the best place to go.
0: I'd look at Akane and mm-hmm. just say, unless you have a preferred place to sit, I suggest we could go to the second floor.
1: Oh, yes. The second floor is lovely, because then we can look through the telescope.
2: Wait, but I have to order a drink, right? Yes. So should we go to the bar first? Yes. And then we go upstairs? Sure. Okay. Are are there any open seats at the bar?
1: Uh, There are, but, like, that whole front line is, like, the nine chairs that these men are taking up. Like, the sides each have maybe, like, four or five chairs on this three-sided bar, um... So, you could go to the sides of the bars, or you could interact with the men that are taking up all of this space. The men. Okay.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, I'll go to the side.
1: Okay, sounds good. I don't want to get in whatever business Yeah, no is. worries. That is totally okay <laughs> and understandable.
2: Just the way that you
3: said it. I don't know. I
2: thought it was funny. Yes.
1: I'm
3: the gonna, men. I'm going to position myself so I'm standing between the men and everyone else in this uh-huh. group at all times. Understood. <laughs>
1: Understood. <laughs> uh, how close to the men are you standing? <laughs>
3: I'm not facing them, but my back is like directly next to the last chair.
1: Okay. Where's your sword?
3: On my hip.
1: Okay. All right. Hip facing them or hip facing away
2: from them? Hip facing away from them. Okay. Sounds good. All right. I'm worried that you had to ask that.
3: I'm not (laughs) going to lie. I actually
1: forgot for a little while. I was like, oh, yeah, Abaddon has a sword, and I should probably know where that is. A
3: massive obsidian sword. Yeah. It's just this
1: massive obsidian sword, you know.
2: Don't want to flex or anything, but the. (laughs) I got this bad boy right here.
1: Bigger than you. As you walk (laughs) up, you, you see this this intimidating tall, intimidatingly tall, very muscular half orc woman. Weathered scars populate her olive green skin, accompanied by a leather eye patch over her left eye. She wears a simple white button down with rolled sleeves and a leather apron. She sets a large glass down on the counter and ties her gray hair into a ponytail, flashing you all a tusky. Uh, uh, grin as she as she sees you approach and she just says
2: hey,
4: what can I get for y'all?
2: Hi, um I, oh, oh gods I've never had alcohol before but I really want to try it, this is my first time what do you recommend?
1: That's alright darling here you go and she oh. passes you over a, a small like uh, piece of parchment and laid out on it are like a bunch of mixed drinks and she just says we've got ales and beers, but there's also, um, well we have we have entries into mixed drink contests and we have those added to our mixed drink menu. And uh, we're pretty famous for those. And she hands you over this like mixed drink menu uh, and they've got like a bunch of different drinks on them. They're they're, like these crazy names and they're called like the Firemane or the Beehive or Demia's Spit or Holy Water, Health Potion, Sneak Attack Hunter's Mark. There's a bunch of really (laughs) wacky names
2: is it just mixed drinks?
1: It says those mixed drinks but like that that's the, she hands you the mixed drink okay, okay, menu. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um so fun fact, I wrote this entire menu. So, I'm definitely not flexing on bit <laughs> here. Um,
1: okay, I was trying to keep the audience in on like the bit, but nah, like if you want to like just, I got yeah. I got to flex a little bit. <laughs> um
2: What is a sneak what, what's a yeah, sneak attack? Yeah,
1: A sneak attack is uh, it's orange juice mixed with peach schnapps, vodka, and cream soda. Uh, it's got like an orange garnish. Uh, yeah, g- good if you don't like what alcohol actually tastes like.
2: Well, what does alcohol actually taste like?
1: It tastes like shit.
2: Why do you drink it? <laughs> it's an acquired taste. You acquire the taste of shit? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you acquire the taste of shit.
2: <laughs> you guys are so weird. Shadow, what do you normally drink? Or what, what did you normally drink?
1: Well... Yeah, was Shadow a rum mom? (laughs) (laughs) No. No, not a rum mom. Um,
0: (laughs) A lot of it was... Well, I'd kind of look down at her, and then I'd look back up to the barkeep and uh, look back down at her. Well, when I did drink, it was mostly strong, strong ale. She
1: looks up to you, and she just says... Uh, been sober for a while now? I, uh... Good on you, good I, on you.
0: I clang the, the, the chest piece. She
1: kind of, like, like, tilts her head as if she, like, doesn't understand what you mean, because, like, she's <laughs> seen a lot of armored men in here, right? And so...
0: There's nothing in here but nuts and bolts.
1: Oh, you're... I've never heard one of them talk before. Hmm. Well... New experience. All right, well, uh, yeah, um... We've got those, too. We've got pretty strong ales.
2: Can I try a little cup of strong ale? Because if I try the worst thing first, then it can only go up from there.
1: Yeah, that's true, actually. Um, And she, like, walks over, and she grabs, like, a very small shot glass, and she goes over to one of those copper taps, and she just pours it open, and you see this, like, like, trail of this amber liquid just descend into the cup, and then she turns it back off, and you hear from up above you this, like... as, like, the the whole pipe system kind of shifts and lets all of this alcohol come down. And you hear this this very, like, <laughs> gruff man just say,
5: All right, Yenna, I need another
1: one. <laughs> and he just passes back the, the glass in front of him, and it's one of those three dudes yeah. that is sitting in the front. And it's just, like, this really gruff, old human man. And he just passes it back, and she just looks over, and she just says, Don't you think you've had enough? And he says... I don't pay you to talk back. Give me another drink. And he throws the glass further down the, the bar, and she just kind of, like, grips her temple, and she pulls down another, and she sets it on her side of the table, and she says, coin now. And he says, I'll pay you when I'm done drinking. And she says, coin now or get out. And he just says, I'm oh, fucking fine. And he passes over a gold coin to her, and then she passes the drink back.
3: Well, your patrons are as polite as they are handsome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and she she looks, she looks back to them, and, and she expressly says, as you say that, and she just says, yeah, it's nice to know that publicly I can make sure that they know that they're neither.
2: Sorry, what was her name?
1: Uh, sorry, Yana.
2: Yana. I like the name.
1: Thanks. And huh. she passes you the small shot glass of amber liquid.
2: How much is this?
1: Oh, to try it, you're fine, just free.
2: Okay, and she sniffs it and immediately goes, "Oh,
1: oh yeah, no, no, <laughs> drink it, it'll make you feel worse."
3: Oh, oh, well. goodness gracious! Well, my friend, you poisons yourself. Um, I'm gonna try the hunter's mark. Akane, what, what do you want?
1: Oh, um, yeah, my favorite is the beehive.
3: And a beehive, uh, for my friend.
1: It's. Oh, wait, no, I I have it. I've got a stipend to pay for drinks, so we're good. I I have got you all covered.
3: And a shot of rum yes
1: uh the beehive is as it comes across the table um you know Yena takes a little bit of time to prepare things uh but it's a vessel of mead that's got like some sweet apple cider that's been mixed in with it so yeah um and then you got a hunter's mark that is bourbon mixed with lemon juice sugar and topped with club soda and there's a lemon round to garnish and it's know, like the lemon sure. round is right on top of the whole thing instead of like on the edge, and the lemon, uh, the lemon on the inside is like spoked with um, toothpicks, so it looks like <laughs> like it looks like a reticle uh, on the inside of the lemon, like an aiming reticle. Um, oh, that's um, cute. So. Uh, she hands you over those and then a shot of, of rum. <laughs> it's
0: fantastic because people can probably just drink along at home if they want yeah, to. Yeah, if you'd like to,
1: you can make these drinks. We actually have a menu of these mixed drinks.
0: It's so good. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I, I don't know if they're any good. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> we made them for fantasy time. So um,
3: <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I'm going to grab the shot and turn to her who has her tiny cup. Yeah. And drink it as fast as you can. Don't let it touch your tongue.
2: Oh, and okay. Cheers and cheers. throw it back. Okay. Oh, for, I think she holds it in mouth for like a second and then swallows it, and it's just like. <coughs>
3: <coughs> what the fuck? And a sneak attack from my friend. <laughs> what? the
2: Yeah,
1: fuck? and she she uh, she hands over uh, another sneak attack.
2: Shadow. Oh. Why would you do that to yourself?
0: Um. There's a lot of regret.
6: <laughs> oh,
2: I hate this. Uh, I at, pat at, her uh, back.
1: <laughs> you get this like huge hand just. <laughs> As it pats your back, uh, a sneak attack is passed across the uh, across the bar, and uh, Yena just looks over to you, Abaddon, and she just says, "Yeah, usually after a first timer's first drink, of that one." And she points back towards the the like spigot that she poured that one out of. She's like, "A sneak attack's a good choice," and she hands you the sneak attack, Momo.
2: I like down it.
1: Oh, you, it's not a. It's a whole thing. It's yeah. like a drink.
2: Did I stutter?
0: Uh oh! I guess oh, not. No. Uh, you
1: get it, and it's basically orange. Ju- it tastes like orange juice and peach juice, and you just like, oh, this is nice, and you go and you dr- like down the whole thing. I mean, she starts and she, it.
2: anybody she, is welcome to interview. She looks at she you stars.
1: as you start doing this. She goes, Ugh, Yena does, and then uh, Akane gonna, just looks at you and says,
3: "Oh no, <laughs> I'm gonna take it out of her hand. Okay, and go, I'll carry this upstairs for you.
2: <clears throat> Thank you. Was that one better?" It tastes like orange juice.
1: Good. It's actually deceptively,
3: horrifically alcoholic. Shadow. <laughs> what? You yeah. carry her up the stairs.
6: <laughs> what?
0: Um, were we sitting for any of this?
3: No. Okay, You're all we're standing, standing up. Her
1: is like tilting backwards as like she's yeah. trying to finish this drink.
2: I
0: promise I'm fine.
2: It's fine. I'll, uh, Meta.
0: She's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'll reach down and hold her hand. Yeah. Um. I'm just trying to keep countenance over, like, <laughs> how many drinks people are oh, ingesting. Yeah. Oh, was It's yeah. like, I'm basically the DD. Yes, yes. yes. Almost um, required as yep. such. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I'm just trying to keep account mentally over just like, okay, yeah. that person's this gone. Yeah. This, yeah. So. Yeah.
1: I think as you start to do this, I think what strikes you a little bit about the whole situation is that um, Yana didn't recognize you as a Warforge to start, um, which I think is a little odd for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you realize now that like all of these like additions to your your armor that mm-hmm. came from war have made you be seen a little bit differently. And so, um, hmm. whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, you're not really sure yet, but it's definitely a different thing. Sure, so., um, and you head upstairs. um as you as you you know, walk along the the bottom of of this um, this bar, you kind of take in. The steps that you gotta you gotta walk along, and you you carry her, you like support her a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, she's taking a lot of steps that are unnecessary, <laughs> Shut um, up. but it's it's working, I totally do that. you know. Uh, The second story, uh, as you get up to it, is floored with metal slatted grating, allow you to see the happenings below. Other thick wooden tables dot this floor. A few patrons are taking up a few spots here. But the main visual feature of this floor is a central circular platform that has a red carpet on it with the brass machinery of the telescope hanging over the top. The telescope is huge, but the interface you see here, see here is modest and understandable. Generally well taken care of, the only real marring of the platform is a few stains from obviously raucous patrons that have spilled drink in excitement while looking through the lens of the telescope.
6: Hmm.
1: What do you do?
0: Well, if you want to get a good view, we might as well take advantage of this. And I'd oh, point I, to the. I love the telescope. Yeah.
2: There's a telescope here. Over right.
1: there. And she points towards the telescope?
2: <laughs> I just go pop, 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 pop. Okay. All the way over.
1: Roll me a constitution saving throw. Oh, or you boy. should sit
2: down. Hold on. What is my constitution score? Oh, it's 11. Nice. It's mm. a plus zero. And my save is also plus zero. Oh, no. 10.
1: Oh. Hey. Okay. Yeah, you get over there. Um, I think at one point. I only had you, two drinks. Yeah, but you've also literally never drank before. And this is... Hold on, let me go back and take a look at our fantasy mixed drinks. It's peach schnapps vodka.
0: So.
3: <laughs> so.
1: It's
0: intense. It's a, it's a lot.
3: That's fair. Of alcohol. That's fair. Um, That's fair. I shugged the equivalent <laughs> yeah. of five shots yeah, in
1: five you did. seconds. You just slammed it, dude. Yeah. Like, I told you what it was, and you were like, I slam it, and I'm like, well, then the repercussions shall be slammed. To be fair, fair. the
0: only other drink that her has had just before this moment was a drink that she was told to just throw back. Yeah, one hundred percent. So oh, no,
2: you no, said otherwise,
1: Understand, man. Yeah. I am, I am yes. completely aware of the scenario. I'm yeah. just saying mm-hmm. that, that that I am also completely aware of the scenario's consequences. <laughs>
2: Epidon said, "Don't let it touch your tongue," and I took that personally. I'm <laughs> the first one. <laughs> you, you are
1: able to get over to it, but mm-hmm. as you do so, you find yourself having to catch yourself on some other patrons' tables on the way over. Oh, you, sorry, you, sorry,
2: it, sorry. Actually, what
1: are, you, what are you okay and then you just yes. kind of like bump by and you like slam into some other glasses like <laughs> clink, clink, oh. as like you push some of their glasses a little bit further away on the table eventually <laughs> you get up to this circular platform which has these railings around the side of it um, but you get there before your the rest of your party what do you do
2: I don't know what the fuck to do with this thing.
1: <laughs> You're just standing at the telescope. You told me what you wanted to do. Um, I didn't tell you. I think what to she do. probably
2: intuitively knows how to work a telescope. Okay. Um It's pretty easy. You put your eye up to the thing and that's it. Yeah, is it are there, is there anything to like signal that you can maneuver it? No.
1: You can't maneuver it. Fuck. It's in the it's in one place. I guess
2: I mean it's a bar, so it makes yeah. sense. I look in it.
1: You look into the telescope. And as you uh as you kind of peer through the, 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 the lens here, you notice, remember that this the slit in the actual observatory and the telescope itself is aimed directly at the storm tower at the top of the dawn gate, right? Mm -hmm. And because this place is repurposed, uh, like originally it was used to observe the stars and observe, you know, the, the night sky. But since then, the whole place has been turned to specifically look at one place so they don't have to do a lot of maintenance on the mechanics and the things like that. Sure. You look up through this telescope, And through it, you see these spiraling pieces of this tower that are kind of floating on top of each other like disks. Have you ever seen uh, a superconductor floating on a magnetic track oh, yeah. yeah so oh, yeah. like these like super cold magnet magnets that are floating on a magnetic track mm-hmm. it's like that but it's stacked on top of each other these Ooh. cylinders that are separated by this like cold mm. mist and as they are separated you see them kind of shift around in these cycling swirls as each one kind of realigns and then these bolts of lightning shock through each one and huh. then they keep realigning Ooh.
2: the machines Yes, they're working <laughs> is this what her actually oh, yeah. says? Oh, okay. yeah.
0: The machines, they're working. I'm just happy that she didn't go up and think it was like an instrument. Yeah. And just like blow into the thing. <laughs> think, thinks it's like a horn. Oh, or something. Don't okay, tempt me. Very
3: <laughs> Shadow, is her being serious that she's never had alcohol before?
0: Um, I've known her at least her whole life. And as far as I know, she hasn't had anything to drink. Like this, at least.
3: Let's hope the barkeep will give us water in a fancy glass for the rest of the night for her.
0: I'll make sure of it. Thank you.
3: <laughs> Do you find a table?
0: Um before we find a table, I'm just looking around to see how busy is it
1: up here. It's not incredibly busy. I would mm-hmm. say there's, like, two out of the maybe 15 tables that mm-hmm. are, are taken up, so it's not really that busy. Keep in mind, like, all of this is going on while, like, a parade that the government is putting on is happening in the sure. center of town. So these people are the ones that expressly didn't want to go to the free things that the government put out, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's very much less populated currently. Gotcha.
0: So, yeah.
3: Uh, Akane, you know this place better. and I'll gesture to the room. I'll go. Do you have any idea where to sit? Yes. Oh, this one over here.
1: And she like points towards the edge of the observatory where the the large slit is in the in the actual uh the roof of the observatory and there's a table that's r- like right next to the opening so that you can actually just like look outside like it's a balcony. Uh, at this one table, um, it looks like there was a group that was there maybe not too long ago. But she goes over and she kind of pushes all of the uh, like the used glasses to the side, and she takes out this handkerchief and she kind of you know wipes down the table. And she just says, "This is my favorite one."
3: Here it is. Then,
0: is there room enough for me to sit? Oh, yeah. in Oh Okay
1: one hundred percent. Yeah,
0: okay. you're, you're don't good.
3: sit in a chair. Yeah,
0: yeah. If there's a booth, I'll sit in the booth, don't but sit. not the chair. Don't
2: sit in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> I, at the You're side heavy,
1: of the table is right on like that that opening, right? Mm-hmm. So as you like make your way over there, there's a stone ledge that the opening has, Perfect. so you can sit on the ledge of the opening of the actual observatory, so that you don't crack any of the That's chairs. The one. Yes. Yep. Good. Okay. <laughs> you sit there. Uh, everybody sits down at the table. Her takes a moment to write herself. Everybody takes a moment, and Akane just says, All right, I've done my part. I want to hear about your story.
3: We might be slightly too sober for that, so let's just enjoy a pleasant conversation a little first.
1: Okay, that sounds good.
7: Oh I'm starting to record. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I love it. Hey Hey. It's season two. Season
4: two. Of
7: what do you want to talk about? The podcast where two friends take turns surprising each other with topics to talk about. That's
4: right. She's Lindsay and I am Jason, and we are both parents and comedy writers.
7: Yeah, it's like Pollyanna meets
4: Friedrich Nietzsche.
7: Yeah, or like, I I would assume that's correct. Yeah, I don't know pretty, that person. That's pretty, pretty correct. Yeah. I think. yeah. It's like flowers meet
4: the stuff that people pile on, you know, gravesites and. Yeah your bodies your dirt Well you know that's dark and we've added a new segment to the show called the Rando Mo. It's a random moment because we want to know what you want us to talk about.
7: And you can send in your ideas and suggestions and we put them on little pieces of paper and we put them in a jar and we shake them up and then we don't have any control over what we are then told we need to talk about. You decide.
4: Yay! If you want to decide, you can send it to laspodcastnetwork.com slash what do you wanna, W-A-N-N-A.
7: This podcast comes out every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you can find your podcast.
4: This show was produced and distributed by LAS Podcast Network.
7: To support this show and other shows like it, subscribe to LAS Plus.
4: For more, you can visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash. Plus,
7: you can find our podcast anywhere that you get your podcast hit, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify,
4: or from that creepy dude with a top hat and a trench coat eating that Reuben sandwich that's just half soaked in mayo in the dark alley. Nice.
7: He's the guy with
4: the good podcast.
7: Just be that you score your podcast in a dark alley with a guy wearing a trench coat. Reuben. Mayonnaise? You brought mayonnaise into the mix.
4: Yeah, it should have been Thousand Island. Oh. It was such a mistake. It should have been Thousand Island. Can you put something together from all that, or do you want, you want me to do one more?
0: L A S.
5: I can't believe this is happening. Holy shit! The Groove Life Podcast is back. That's roy right. This is the Groove Life Podcast, everybody. What is groove, you may ask? It can be summed up so easily. Like... I mean, some people brew beer, some fish, people, like, play music. A good sticky they rice. They like to go fishing. They like to dance. They like to They like to Peanut butter sauce. dreams, Spaghetti, Spaghetti sauce. Hot, Hot sauce. Speaking. Barbecue sauce. Dry... Did I, say I think I already said that one. Oh. You're a griller. Everyone's a fucking griller. Spearing. Spearing? What the hell is spirit? There's nothing better than just sitting outside on my swing in front of my house with my beautiful wife, having a nice glass of red vino, and watching the sun go down. Now that's groove. I kind of said that with an Italian accent because I don't know. Try and say vino with no accent. It's not possible. The Groove Life podcast is produced and distributed by the Las Media Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit GroovelifePod.com. You can also get bonus content, extended interviews, and ad-free versions of the show, as well as benefits throughout the community and across the network by subscribing to LAS+. Plus. For more information, visit LASmedianetwork.com. The Groove Life comes out every other Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts.
1: Lilith, Bondog, Val, you have entered the sewers of Ebonvale. You've just passed through a manhole. Uh, you have uh, Bondog dexterously dropping and then lifting and, and equipping his rune rock in seconds, which is very cool. Uh, and then. <laughs> Very <laughs> anime. And then you are now, you are now in the sewers. Um, they're disgusting and dank. Uh, Ebonvale is quite advanced for its time to have an actual sewer system. Uh, but it doesn't change the fact that the sewers themselves are gross and filled with filth and sick. Ebonvale's sewers, specifically, are single trenches with walkways on either side. There are small stone bridges that connect walkways over trenches as well, allowing for a reasonably safe travel over the acrid-smelling flow underneath. You all stand in this space. It's a mild amount warm, which is uncomfortable because of the implication. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
8: Val flicks out a card and slides it in
1: between his mask yep. and his head, yep, uh, underneath the hood, and yep. casts light and on the card. Uh, Val now has a miner's beacon that kind a of just lamp. like yeah, yeah points out in front of him. <laughs> um, but
8: I guess with the hood, it like illuminates the whole inside of the hood yeah. too. Like that's yeah. kind of a
1: it's like a, this spooky backlighting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
9: Um. You are so extra. You are just so extra, and I love it.
1: <laughs> um, I know the direction. Of the house, I would assume. Uh, yeah, you would know that it would be south. Generally? Uh, yeah. Yep. This this way?
9: I will follow you. Where?
1: You point towards south. Um, why don't you all make me stealth checks? Okay. Aw, oh, damn. That's a good stealth check.
8: Uh, Your boy's looking at a 24. Holy mom! Sorry,
1: 20, uh, 22. Okay. I
9: have a 19.
1: A nineteen, very good, Bondog. Thirteen, okay, for for Bondog, mm. that's respectable. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty sneaky. Yeah. Respectable. Um, you are all feeling like you're being quiet enough. I mean, obviously it's difficult in here to be completely quiet. Um, however, the the um you know the the mild uh movement of the flow beneath you, um, or to the sides of you is masking a little bit of your your presence, right? And as you start moving towards the south, the further you get there, the colder it gets. Over time as you walk for maybe about 10 minutes, 20 minutes or so, you are just going down this one pathway continuously. It's a it's a grid, right? Um obviously very well made in in um in the way it is, but there is like uh, a perfect, almost like, grid of these these tunnels, right? And they all kind of aim in one direction and then out of the city, right? However, as you continue south, it gets colder and colder and colder. Lilith, you pull your cloak a little tighter, um, Val... Finding a button on one of the coats is nice. That's oh, not even cool for me. Yeah, for you it doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> uh, uh, but you do notice that there is small ice crystals and stalactites that are hanging from the ceiling. Uh, and yes, I, I did remember that tights are on the top. Wait, I'm right, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I w- I was just are on the top.
8: trying to figure out how to turn that
1: into a poo-poo pee-pee joke. Oh, okay. Is it? But can we all brainstorm for a second? I how couldn't. can you turn that into a poo-poo pee-pee joke?
9: I don't. No, okay. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm yeah, I got uh, nothing. Uh,
1: we, we keep on moving that way down south, and you know that you kind of pass into the uh, the Verglas district because it is distinct. As you pass over one of these, uh, these walkways that go over the trenches... Immediately it is colder and there are ice crystals there, and you can tell that you have passed beyond the threshold.
8: Um, do I know where in general the house is? It's maybe a little bit more west, maybe you're not really sure. Hold this when I hand her the cut sure. and then I just float up just a oh, little just a little bit I to like see. peek out the, the the road.
1: Make me a perception check. That is not how this works. Uh, ooh, that's not great. Uh, that is a 13. 13. You're a little disoriented because as you get up there, you see snow. And the, all of the roads, as they've been kind of cleared out, There, there is still snow on the ground. And it's difficult to discern where exactly you are unless you go higher into the sky. Like, if you floated up higher... You could probably see better, but right here from this perspective, not going to work. Hmm. I'll go back down. You float back down. <laughs> uh, wait, it's
8: is, it's still snowing. Yeah. Oh, that's good cover. Uh, never mind. I'm gonna go back up. Okay. And try to get a.
1: You roll me a stealth check. Another one. Another one. Oh, that's a crit miss. That's a that one. Okay. Oh. Okay. No. You you float upwards, and. Uh, as you are, are floating upwards, you, you are able to kind of, uh, from, the, from the air, look around and see all around you. You aim towards the house, and you, you see it there. And you see a guard just turn, like one of the Vero guards, the people in that heavy armor, the fur-lined coats, the the, uh, silver rope, and the frost-laden swords. Um, One of them turns the corner and just looks up at this floating specter in the sky, and you see him lock eyes with you, and he just stops.
8: I look back at him. I just hold a
1: finger to my mouth and... Float back down. <laughs> roll me, um, roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> I want to see nineteen <laughs> um, <laughs> persuasion. You said,
8: uh, yeah, nineteen plus seven, so twenty six.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, you, you. He looks at you, and as he does so, and you float back down. There's this like almost like ethereal glow, as like you're still like maybe a little bit illuminated from like the from the the sky and everything like that uh, the this light spell seems to have passed with you through into this upper uh, uh upper hemisphere of, of the you know of the city and as it as it is still illuminating you and you put your fingers to your mouth uh, they just kind of like look around as if they're like trying to see if someone else is seeing what they're seeing <laughs> and as they watch you descend into the ground, you don't know what's going on, but they looked very confused. Good.
6: Uh, but no, no one, one will know, ever believe you. You. <laughs> you,
1: do distinctly, you do distinctly know that the, uh, the location of your house is roughly a couple blocks to the west and then one more south. Sweet. I'll grab the cut then. Okay. Put it back on. You grab it. You put it back on. <laughs> Chuckling about this terrified guardsman.
8: <laughs> uh.
1: That was the best, like... He totally <laughs> notices you, but he's very confused. Kind of scenario. You
9: are the luckiest. <laughs> it.
1: That was doing my port in here. <laughs> oh God. Um. Oh,
8: it's uh, it's right down the way here.
6: Okay.
1: You travel for a couple more minutes, and you find the location where you know it is. Uh, however, um, there is no necessarily like like entrance directly into the house right here that you can see. Um, there's not like the, the grate isn't open or anything Mm. like that. Um, however, there is, um, like a, a ladder that goes up and then you can see from inside the portion of the ladder that you climb up, there is a small channel that opens up.
8: Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, how big is the
1: channel? You could fit through. Lilith could fit through. A dog cannot fit through. Muscle so mesh. ultimately, what's happening here is he could go through the ladder up through the manhole, mm-hmm. but he could not go through into the grate underneath the washroom. Got it. Um, but there is a,
8: a ladder up to the to the main road, essentially. Yep. Um, should we get? We got to get you out. Ooh. So should we? It's I li- also
9: feel a little weird about just walking into somebody's house through their like toilet drain.
8: Technically, technically, it is my house.
9: Oh, okay. <laughs> it
8: was it was given to me by a friend.
9: Okay, then it's not so bad breaking in and entering. No. Then
8: uh, I just lost my keys. Okay. Uh and Bowel say, if you want to go to the ladder, I will go up and then around and make sure that there's nobody else there and I can let you up. That's what I'll do. Okay. Um, okay.
1: I'll go up to the washroom great then. Okay, <laughs> so what you do is you go up the ladder. Um the, the channel that is off to the side is a tight squeeze. Right. Yeah. Um however you're able to make it through. Um and uh, you kind of like, as you're inching through, you kind of press to digitate to reduce friction on your coat to make sure that it doesn't get scuffed or, or, or broken or anything like that. <laughs> uh, however, you are able to kind of press through and up, and you see the inside of the washroom. And the grate on the bottom of the floor where you would pour water out and have it pass into the, the sewer, um, it is uh, currently, un- the room is unoccupied. Val
8: takes the cut off, mm-hmm. reaches his fingers through the grate, and just oh. slides it to the side. Very nice. And then nice. just raises up. Whoa. Like, like, like stomach a- toward the ceiling, wow. just like a vampire. Just like, like
6: a toilet ghost? Ah! Like a toilet ghost. <laughs>
8: And then once once he's up and out, he just leans down, pick up the cut, and then puts it back on. It's like, okay, all right.
1: That is the weirdest progression of entering a house that I've uh, ever heard of. Arno's going to be real confused yeah. when I walk out of um, the fucking bathroom. Let me, <laughs> let me roll up. Don't worry. I've been in there for two months. So you, it's fine. You, you pass up through the bottom of this grate, and you turn around, and you just... <laughs> you see in the tub (laughs) you see in the tub that there is an orange tiefling currently taking a bath just kind of like laying there in the bath and Arno turns to you and he just says well this is not exactly what I expected um uh hello who are you (laughs) Uh, no. and there is he is currently underneath a bubble bath and so like <laughs> half of him is obscured and he, like he's just like kind of sitting out of it but you weren't able to notice him as you like stood up and he just looked up and he's like um are you I'm confused yeah, on your I,
8: I pull the hood back and
1: I put the the mask up so you m- just I'm... see the water slosh around he just goes holy shit and he, <laughs> he backs up and he slams into the side of the tub and he just goes what the fuck I'm
8: still. My eye is still covered, but like,
1: um, hi Arno. How the hell are you here?
8: Uh, well, uh, thanks to this one,
1: and I point. You point towards. You point towards the sewer. Are you coming through as well? No, yeah, I'm gonna come up behind him. You do the same thing, and you put the coin up through, and you you pass through. Do you do any spookiness on the way up?
9: No, I'm just gonna pop my head up. Okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> he
1: goes, "Fuck!" <laughs> 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 he leans over the side of the tub and he just goes, "I am so very confused right now."
9: Oh, you are naked. Hold on, I'm, I'm so incredibly sorry. naked.
1: Actually, <laughs> yes, yes, very naked. Arno Lilith, Lilith Arno. Hello. What a great way to meet you. Lily. Nice to meet you. Yes, Hello. Um,
9: I will. I will turn around. Thank you. And oh no, gonna... I, I
1: would prefer if you both actually left before I tried to put my clothes on. And he points towards the corner where his clothes are. <laughs> and you oh. see in the corner there's like this this bundle of clothes and this large uh this large uh, staff that's in in the corner.
8: Val looks looks around for a place to sit and debates just sitting. <laughs> okay. And then sighs and walks out the door and says, okay. "Hold on, I've got to go get the, uh the third one." Yes. The, the third
1: one. Wait. I'm confused.
8: There's... There's a
9: lot to explain. You put clothes on and then we will talk about right.
1: it. Look, can you can you like des- like spectrally descend back down so that you don't like I got can, I got to like clothe my bits. Can you can you not? <laughs> can you please just look away?
9: I'll I'll, I'll get out. Okay, yeah, come I, on. We'll She's gonna okay. come the rest of the way out of okay. the sewer, put the cut back on and go with Val.
1: Okay, very well. Um <laughs> yeah, for the description of Arno, um I'll give him I'll give it after he gets his clothes on because I don't think I expected him to be naked in the bathtub (laughs) but the fact that he rolled a natural 20 on his perception check it really only meant that he could be (laughs) in the exact room where Val was the
9: dice have spoken yeah the
1: dice spoke and they were like he's naked in the the bathtub so (laughs) that's where he is um, as, you, as you're inside the house, uh, I'll give a kind of a description. Um, there's, you know, there's a hallway that you exit out into as you enter into the house. There are bedroom doors that kind of um, lace the walls here as you, as you exit. Um, it seems the, as though you know, the, the smaller rooms have uh, double bed-sized beds in them with green covers on them. It doesn't look like many of them are extremely well-made, though. It seems as though there, there is a lot of um, people sleeping here but without desiring to make their beds or they haven't been made in a long time. Uh, however, there is one doorway out towards the garden that you remember yeah. um, where you could go outside and get to the street very swiftly. Um, is that where you're going, Val? That is. Um, okay. And as Val's walking, uh, he turns to Lilith and goes, so
8: this is my house. It's um, very nice. Make yourself at home. Uh, and well, thank you. He looks at Greya and her garden as he... Heads toward the street. How you, is that looking in the snow?
1: You exit out towards the street and everything in the garden. You see, like, there are there are, are really nice flowers and fruits and vegetables, all of them dead. Yeah, that makes sense.
8: That That's part for the course. Um, I'll head to the manhole cover then and uh, make sure, I'm gonna look around and make sure that there's nobody, like...
1: It's still lightly snowing. Um, go ahead and roll me a perception check. 18 okay. plus uh, five, so 23. Okay, 23, yeah. Um, you turn the corner and you see one of these guards walking down the street, and as they do so, you see that they are just holding their hand up and sweeping it in front of them, and as they do so, they are prestidigitating the snow towards the sides of the street, and they are basically shoveling the snow with prestidigitation consistently down the street.
8: Magical snow
6: plows.
1: Uh, So as as you see this, you know, okay, definitely should probably wait here for a moment. They take another about five minutes to pass down the entire street, shoveling it as they go, and you see the manhole cover as they pass by. You, knowing that they're there, have a good position to stay hidden and you are not seen from what you know. Then I will get uh, Bangkok out. Okay. Bangkok. Bangkok. (laughs) Bandog.
9: Bangkok. Uh, Bangkok. (laughs) (laughs) It was only a matter of time. (laughs) Oh.
1: (laughs) I've had such a terrible time as I get Benny out as as I've had like bad guys in like my line of work of being a DM. It's been like a horrible miscalculation of all of them into like horrible amalgamations of just syllables at a certain point. (laughs) I I
8: don't want to derail us too much, dear listener, but there is a place in the world of Myria that you may or may not hear about years down the line if this is still going on. Uh, that has a name that I refuse to pronounce correctly. The Poirot-Sévalier Kingdom. Yeah, the Baguette Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, yes. The Pomplamoose-Lacroix yeah. Kingdom. Yeah. He has
1: never said it correctly, like,
8: and it is very funny.
9: It's like Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. Yeah, know what it is. Yes. what Yes. <laughs> you say it. Oh, no. oh God! You, you
1: walk out, and you see the manhole. Um, you tap on the top of it. Bandog, you know that Val is on top of it. Yes. OK. Uh, do, you, do you lift the manhole?
4: I'm going to wait for a moment, assuming someone else is lifting the manhole. Okay,
1: okay. You try and lift the manhole. Roll me a strength check because manholes are incredibly thick. That is a ten. You, and you cannot lift the manhole. (laughs)
9: Lilith's gonna giggle a little bit. (laughs) When when I
4: notice that, I I will deal with the manhole. Okay, Bondog puts one (laughs) hand up and lifts it to the side.
8: I loosen that for you.
1: (laughs) <laughs> you uh, you lift up the manhole you press it to the side um, you do notice as you do so um, the snow is freshly shoveled however um, there is a portion of it that is still coming down right mm. and so the
4: swifter you go through the manhole the less it will look like the snow is disturbed from the manhole Yes so I'll push I'll push my stone up through it I'll climb up as quickly as Kay. possible and replace the manhole cover. sounds good. You definitely see that there is some there. Um, why don't you
1: both roll me? Stealth checks.
8: Um, I'm also gonna, ooh, 11 ooh. plus five.
1: That's not bad.
4: Uh, mm. 11 plus three is a 14. Okay. Mine is no good. I think it's a nine. Nine,
8: okay. Uh, but as we're walking, Val takes a card and begins sweeping it back and forth. Sure. Behind us, like walking backwards toward the house. Okay, okay. As he's going to press digitate the footprints
1: away from okay. the manhole. Sounds good, sounds good. Thank you. I got you. Uh, you do so. You enter back into the house, and as you all re-enter, you see Arno fully dressed, <laughs> uh, and he is no longer supremely naked. Uh, <laughs> Just Arno mildly. is Arno is a pale orange tiefling, which for anyone who doesn't know is someone with devil or demon ancestry. Um, he's roughly five foot eleven with antelope esque horns that protrude a few inches uh, above his temples. His horns are adorned with a myriad of golden chains and small gems that give them an almost crown-like appearance. Under his eyes are a web of scars in crescent shapes, shaped cuts uh, beneath his lower eyelids. Pupilless black eyes staring kind uh, back at you. He wears a dark navy blue shirt with a deep-cut V in it. Intricate lines of teals, yellows, and oranges lace themselves around the edges of it. Around his waist is tied a large red scarf belt with yellow trim, and in his hands he carries an intricately carved thick staff with leather strapping hanging from the center of it. At the top of it, there are a couple feathers that hang off the staff a few inches connected there with silver thread as he walks around you notice that he limps keeping his right leg completely straight
8: uh, how he, how are you last time i saw you you were unconscious on a table
1: no yeah i mean i i'm just i'm how are you <laughs> uh dead
8: really oh well like, very very uh, dead okay can confirm um, very dead
1: Mom! And he (laughs) turns around, and he starts walking down the hallway, limping all the way, and he turns left, and he says, All right, come on. Uh, Hi, Miss May, as we walk into the... Uh, You walk back into the... I know that's not actually your last (laughs) name, but... It's all right. Uh, And you you, you check back inside. The inside of the house is made of a light tan stucco bordered by dividers of dark oak. The floor is made of a lighter stained hardwood divided into V-shapes. Um, As you walk in the door, you're immediately greeted with the the living room on the west side of the building, and it connects to a dining room that's just beyond, moderately decorated with a little bit of furniture, nothing really gaudy. um, But, you know, there's a a couch, um, a scuffed elm table lying at the center of the dining room, and then to your right there is a family room uh, beyond the wall of that dining room to the left that also houses a two-walled kitchen, and uh, it's in the northwest corner. And you see a reading nook nestled into a large bay window, two slightly darker blue upholstered chairs, and they sit in front of a fireplace that is currently roaring. Uh, you see a woman who is sitting in one of those chairs, and next to her is a kind of rickety wheelchair. It is an older tiefling woman. Um, Greya is a, that, a deeper orange tiefling than Arno, um, she has also antelope-esque horns, and they protrude a few inches above her temples. Um, they're also adorned like Arno's, but with far fewer baubles and chains. Um, you see she's wearing a comfortable blue dress with a floral pattern on it, and you can see that her face, too, has scars that run underneath her eyes, just like Arno. And uh, me. Yeah, but they are more pronounced than both of yours, yep. uh, definitively. Um, additionally, you see a small white cat that sits in her lap, curled, cozy, and sleeping.
8: Oh, my God. Yeah. The I
1: cat. I know. I I I've known the cat. I but forgot. Everybody about the else I like I'm like, we haven't had anything with the cat for a long time. Val goes, him <laughs> and walks over and You see the cat gives kind of the stir cat some pets. and it, it just looks up and as you start petting it, it's just this very soft we, uh, and and you pet it and it's just We saved this
8: boy from uh being kicked around at an arena
1: in Blackwater.
9: Mm-hmm.
1: Commendable. Uh, as you turn, Greya just lo- kind of looks up at you, and you see this like moment of recognition in her eyes, and then she just says, I shouldn't have been surprised.
6: <laughs>
8: um, I don't think I am. How, uh, real quick, um, Greya, Lilith, Bengok, Bondog, Ben Dog, Benny, Uh... <laughs> uh Greya, this is Arno's mother. This is Arno. Uh Gil- May Gil uh, <laughs> What what do you go by now?
1: Uh, Arno says, "Arno May." Okay. And Greya just says, "Greya Willow."
9: It's nice to meet you. Hello. It's nice to meet you as well.
1: Um you have an eccentricism about your clothing.
9: Uh, aren't I pretty? I'm I, so pretty. It's wonderful.
1: I I like it a lot.
9: Yes. I just got this this them today. They're very nice. They look wonderful. Well, thank you. Yes, of course. Thank
1: Um, what is going on? <laughs> Arno just kind of turns around and he says, yes, I, I think I would like to know what's going on as well, actually. Um, long
8: story short, I'm dead. Uh, oh, great. Um, yeah. Uh, escaped death. Um, okay. oh, you would probably like to know, uh, Demi is real. That's a whole real thing.
1: Um, I think I knew that. But
8: yeah, but like it could have been someone just fucking with people.
1: Hmm. But it's not right. uh, uh good to keep in mind. Yeah, no, I was surprised. It's interesting at, from an from someone like you telling me that my it, You know what? That's a little bit more validation than I, I think mm-hmm. I actually initially gave you credit for actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank
8: you. Um we escaped what is your pl- the the in between the in between um ended up uh, on the Tower of Destiny, where we fought the Black Dragon. All oh, right, with my boy Ben here. Okay. Um, and then uh, he did most of the heavy lifting. Um, we just kind of helped him finish
1: it off. I'm sorry. Wait, your name is Ben. Bandog. Ben. Dog. ben. He, he like looks back over towards you, Val. I see. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Bandog. <laughs> uh, Bandog. <laughs> Good guy. Uh,
8: then we came here. Alright. Um, why are you here? Because I'm looking for her and Shadow. This was the last place that I was alive. Also, uh, Nefreya needs to fucking die. Uh, um Val her and Shadow, they were they were taken. Well, Nefreya probably knows where they were taken to or at least how to get in contact with the people who took them.
1: Um, I didn't think this was how my day was going to go. Um, you're probably right. Um, where... I didn't think that my day was going to be packed such as it is now. Um... What's the plan?
8: Uh... Well, I was hoping you'd have a little more information on where she is.
1: No, no, she she's in the church. I know oh, that good. much. Yes, sorry. Um long story short, um Uh Greya, do you still
8: uh Val holds up a card and flips it between his fingers.
1: Um She kind of looks over towards you and she smiles. Um and she she out of a small Uh, purse that she has next to her. Um, She kind of like holds on to him as she leans down, making sure he doesn't fall out. She grabs it out of her wheelchair from the side uh, and she pulls out two small cards and she offers them up to you and she just says, I don't think of that. I I didn't feel comfortable doing it. Hmm. Um, So,
8: baseline plan. Um, Arno, if you take this card and hide it, Somewhere in the church, we
9: can rip up this card and teleport in there. How uh, is that a good idea? There are lots of people in there who would like to kill you. Your face is gone. Mm.
8: Uh, well, details. Uh, we can, I mean, he can put a card somewhere where there won't
1: be lots of people. Uh, I, be- I believe there actually is, um. I think the sewers go over to the... the yeah. Oh, were you just in there? Just to be super clear, you came out of the grate, and I'm not really sure how you have this whole, like, you know, ethereal body thing going on. Dead. Oh, yes, I, I know that, but, like, how are you swapping? Either way, was that where you were? The sewers? Yeah. Yes. I... Long story short... I am being basically held at ransom to work for the Vero, because they don't want to... It's very easy for them to parade me around to the other houses to say, you know, look at someone who's worked with us for a long time, they really enjoy it, because, you know, after Orion... um, We'll the, get to that. Yeah, After Orion, I'm the longest standing member of the Vero behind the Freya, right? And they like keeping me around for appearances. And so he kind of gestures over towards Greya, and he says, there is some blackmailing going on to keep me here and working. And he kind of puts his hand on her shoulder, and he says, they've threatened to kill my mother multiple times if I don't cooperate. Did you tell Caius this? They also said if I talked to anyone in the government about it, that they would kill her if they found out.
6: Hmm.
1: Luckily for you, that doesn't really break the contract. We're not the government. Yet. Yet. What? What? (laughs) 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 I'm just letting you know it's going to be difficult for me to get into the church because I don't have any authorization because at this point the church is essentially the workplace for the high ups of the the Verro and um, also the hangar for Verro Um, he's not She she
8: is not there right now
1: not that I know of. No, I believe she's in the mountains to the north. Good. That's where her main stay is. That's where her nest is. That's
8: something that will have to be dealt with eventually. But for now...
1: Yes. Um, uh, what I'm trying to say is I think there are sewers that get yeah. close to the, the church, if that's something that we would like to do. Because if I were to accompany you... Well, sorry, are you looking for my company? I mean, it'd be nice to have a not-shitty wizard. Well, yes... um that would be i mean i i am the best oh you do know villavar's mm-hmm. dead right oh 100% yes cool. yes yeah
8: how are you feeling after that
1: um i'm jawed I, i'm i'm i the horns confused. the horns were looking a little um yeah as as you look at his horns like one of the horns is like still completely broken yeah. right um it looks as though he's kind of like got this odd like iron addition that he's added onto his horns that so like the the horn that was broken he's like bolted in a piece of iron that curls back and kind of forms the frame of a horn that he then adorns with those same golden baubles. So the one that was broken is now just like, uh, instead, a piece of iron attached to the inside of the horn.
8: Um, Yeah, long story short, uh, Arno and I got jumped um, by a really shitty wizard. Uh, He exploded. Was it he that exploded? My friend Shadow. No. You'd really like him, Benny. You. Uh,
1: Shadow, <laughs> he... Uh, you, From what I heard from the, uh, the conversations I've had with Caius, you left a card in his head. Right, he did not explode. That was his friend. Yes. Yes, his friend was turned into liquid by Shadow.
8: He was, I think, running really fast. For really context fast.
1: for you two, mm-hmm. Shadow, big metal man, runs quite fast when... Our other friend makes him do so.
8: Her name is her. These are the two people I'm looking for.
9: Are we sure we want to meet up with them? They sound very scary.
8: Oh no, they're great.
1: Okay. Um,
8: they are not the ones who killed me, so they've gotta be pretty good.
1: <laughs> I I think if we sh- if we will do this then, um I I'd like to do it swiftly then.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: Um, Greya, do you think I could get those cards back? Oh, yes, of course.
1: Uh, and she hands the two cards yes. to you. Uh, you Telephone now have the, the teleportation cards. Yeah.
4: Um, May I ask a question?
8: Uh, yes, by all means.
4: Why would someone who is not a Vero mm-hmm. go to this church?
8: Um, I don't think they would. Well, Unless they wanted no, to meet with the
6: Vero. Yes,
1: what, what I'm saying is in the church is actually where Nefreya is, who is like the in-between between everyone else in the Vero and Vero Glacian, the dragon that owns the Vero. She's a two-faced bitch. She's oh. yeah. and, and she is the one who probably knows where um, our friends are. Hmm.
8: And where Vintner is.
4: A wine merchant?
8: No, no, Vintner, the <laughs> one who... Killed your people, I think.
4: Right. The yeah, the, the, the one gunman, the, the one
1: that um, killed me. The 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 um, embodiment
4: told you was the one who organized the attack. Right,
8: that's right. The embodiment. That's a good. That's a good name for him.
4: Well, um, if, if you mm, remember, just moments ago, the sewer perhaps is not the best mode of travel for me. Mm-hmm. Certainly, coming up out of it. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering if there's an easier way for me to get in and perhaps place the card where you want it. Oh. Perhaps, actually, um, only one of you has
1: to go, and then you could place the card, and then we could all just stay here and teleport with the card.
4: Perhaps it's a lovely job for a specter. It's a good idea. Maybe the smallest specter.
9: Oh, no. Mm I mean, she sees everyone looking at her like you are tiny, kind of sneaky.
1: Very, yeah, I mean,
9: but listen, I am not. This is not what I do. I am not. I am no spy. I am no. Why
6: are you looking at me like that?
8: All you need to do is go come out through in the church and rip this card, and then we'll all be there. We should probably do it at night as well.
3: You
9: are sure this is the only way to find your friends? You are sure?
8: Oh, yeah. 100%. It also helps that I can, you know, kill her. It all kind of.
9: Do you need to kill her, though? That sounds so unnecessary.
4: Oh, no. She needs to die. Uh... Is now the time for that?
9: Um, no.
8: After she tells us where they are, that'll be the time for that. I see.
9: You need to remember that when you talk to me about death, I know a lot about death.
8: Are you thinking that maiming would be better?
9: (laughs) You are the most impossible. I'm just asking a question.
8: I don't know that much about that. I was there for a whopping two seconds.
9: This is true. You cheated. (laughs) I did not cheat. I would
1: would argue that he probably got very lucky.
9: (sighs) You know this is more accurate.
8: (laughs) (laughs) I strictly did not cheat. (laughs) It's a point of pride.
9: If you promise me that this is the only way then I will do
3: this.
1: It's probably the, the safest way because mm-hmm. you probably have the most untraceable. Consider this. The snow traveling across it is going to leave a lot of footprints, right?
4: And you're probably the one that, that's the smallest. May I ask what is up with the snow? Oh, um, well,
1: oftentimes when a white dragon takes...
4: takes, Th- That's all I needed to know. All right. All
6: right. <laughs>
8: Um, where is Orion? I,
1: because he's—you can see it's like his face drain a little bit, and he says, "I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure," to be, to be honest. Because he's not dead. His face kind of like reasserts into like a kind of almost surprised. I, I don't think I've any heard anything definitive about Orion for a long time. Um, this is the first I've heard.
8: Well, that's another. Thing to ask him the fray um, about.
1: I, I've never seen him ever since we we, we left mm-hmm. the church on that day. Um. I, I haven't seen him enter or leave the church. I, he may still be in there. That would be convenient. My, I'm getting antsy now. Um. He turns to you, Lilith. Arno does. He says, do your best. Um, Please be swift.
9: We'll try. We'll try.
1: Um, I will give her one of the cards. All right. Um. We've entered into Lilith sneaky time territory. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> <laughs> what do you do?
9: Um, I have to go through the sewer to get there.
1: You can do whatever you want. Okay. I'm not
8: going to yeah, tell you. I'm not going to tell you how to do it. If you're still at the house, I mean, I can also make you invisible. Ah, oh. if you'd like, it wouldn't hide your footprints,
1: but.
9: But if I take the cut off, then I can float.
1: That's also true, but can't, then can't drop the card if you're an ethereal, though. And you true. can't take the cut with you if you're ethereal.
9: It's true. Um, well, do we have to be wearing it, or can it be on me?
8: I think you can if you're holding it.
9: But if it's in like a pocket.
1: The cut? Mm-hmm. No, if it's on your person, once it leaves your person, you become ethereal. Okay.
9: Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> okay.
4: What about putting the card in a pocket?
9: Oh, maybe.
4: If she puts a card in the pocket, can she then rip the card, or is that uh, because she's not corporeal, that doesn't work? Well, actually, to. I think that we would rip the card here and then teleport to her. Oh. So actually, if you just go
1: there, perhaps it will just let us teleport to you if you have the card in your ethereal pocket. Then and then we, we could take the cut with us, your cut with it. us. And oh. that's what this is, right? And he, like, grabs at your your necklace. Oh, yeah. That's sorry, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just, there's a lot of, Sorry.
8: <laughs> that's how we're here. And that's how this looks like this. And then I, I, I ignite the card in Eldritch Flame. Yeah. That is now
1: gold. Yeah. You, he, he looks and he says, That's a great plan. Um, sorry, I didn't. It's, no, it's good. My brain good is, is going a thousand miles a minute. Um,
9: Lilith um, is going to turn to Bandag and say, Listen, I don't entirely trust this person. Will you hold this? She's going to take off the cut. And I'm sorry. It to I just of, of course what, I will. What am Thank I going to do with two cuts? I don't know, but you will
8: find a way. Yeah, no, I could do a lot wait. of things with two cuts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Were you referencing this person as Arno no, Val. or Val? Me. Okay, okay, okay. 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 okay.
6: <laughs>
9: All right. I've seen him. No. <laughs> so wait,
1: h- how do we know when it's time to teleport here? Um, the bell, right? The church bell chimes? Oh, sure. Yes.
9: Now I have to do two things. I d- have no. to go no, no, no. find a bell. The, the,
1: the church will will chime at at whatever time we'd like it to be. And so if you're in place at the time the bells ring.
9: Oh, now there's a time limit. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll just make it like, like good coordination.
1: Midnight.
8: Midnight. I mean, what time is it now?
1: Well, they, is... they they won't play it during midnight. They don't want to wake people up. They they stop playing them at nine. Well, then we
8: do nine. All right. The last the last bell chimes. Okay. What time is it now? We got time, right?
1: Um yes yeah it's it's um it's roughly like maybe ten eleven a m right now um yeah, you got so, you got plenty of time, yeah,
8: take your time, be safe, all right. Bye.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For the sake of brevity, we can relax here until a reasonable distance away from nine o'clock p.m. If you would like,
9: (laughs) you don't have to. I
4: think think that's a much better. uh, You don't have to leave right now and then
9: go and spend ten hours hours in a church. Poor Lilith is just staring at all of these seasoned adventurers, telling (laughs) her what to do. Like, oh my god, (laughs) what do I do? Okay.
1: Uh, all right, She's going to go
9: sit by Greya. Lilith, for, a, <laughs> for
1: an un, untended amount of time, you stay here until it is comfortable for you to leave. Okay. As you do so, you get ready. Um, everybody says, you know, good luck to you. Arno comes over and he just says, all right, do you, do you need anything? Do you want me to bring anything from here to you when we, when we teleport to you? Um, do you need, like, food or?
9: No, I don't believe so. Um, all my weapons and things will come with me. Those go ethereal when I go ethereal. This, we right. tested this. I am not naked when I okay. when I go. That's good. It, That's right? Good. It's yes. really good. Very good. I, I definitely
1: wouldn't want guess. us to have another bathtub. Situation. No, no. Yes.
9: Um. So I think I'm, I think I think it's okay. Just right. please don't leave me there alone too long. Yep. Yeah. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Um. Yep. Yeah, nine o'clock. All right. Okay.
4: I'm going to place. I'm going to re apportion. Sure, my clothing. and yeah, the, yeah. My rock and everything. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Lilith, well, like, what do you do?
9: I'm gonna take off the cut. Uh huh. Hand it to Bandag. Uh huh. And I'm gonna go out the front door.
1: Okay, you you ethereal out the front door. Yep. <laughs> Not even into the sewers, just straight out the front door.
9: Well, I don't know where the chair. Tr- I don't know. Once I'm in the sewers, Anna, I don't, know, I don't fucking know where I am. I well, was
8: asking. I'm yeah. just double checking. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, would, this is your first time yeah. in the she city. She would have
9: no way to, yeah, na- to navigate uh, in the sewer, where if it's a giant church. Yeah, yeah 100%. To be fair, yeah, yeah. Like, you
1: absolutely would have correct. seen the church when yeah. it came out. That's right. Totally, yeah, you, you would have seen the church. She's
9: just going to aim yeah. for the church. Yeah. Like, yeah. You look that's out. she knows. You look
1: outside. You know, you see this magnificent church. Um, there's a buttress of carved stone, mm-hmm. uh, this cathedral, ha-ha, buttress. <laughs> uh, its sheer size is extravagantly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you caught that. <laughs> I listened to Jackson. I was like, oh no. Uh, its it sheer its sheer size is extravagantly pronounced. Uh, mostly distinct by the white, it's made very distinct by the white snow that seems to be perpetually falling on its spiked roof. Windows of pure stained glass, framed in curved dark metals, obviously created by a very skilled craft craftsperson, masonry carved into delicate curves that frame the windows and doors that look so natural they could be petrified waves breaking over the surface of the stone. Twin oaken doors standing at 20 feet above the ground uh, lay as what can only be described as bulwarks between the outside and the inside of the church. Um, it's huge. You can see it from the front door of the house, right? However, it's still off a ways. Mm-hmm. So, knowing its position, you set off and you get ready to stealth for your first time.
6: <laughs> Here we go. <laughs>